Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Pet Healer Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Mitzi Vargas, and today we're going to talk a little bit about the liver and the liver in the context of liver disease. We know, and we've talked about it in previous episodes, about the liver meridian being in control of the eyes, the tendons, and the ligaments, having the emotion of anger, you know, associated with it when it's unbalanced, and also being very affected by the liver cheese stagnation, which happens when there is a change in the environment or an emotional uh, stress in the animal, like moving, adding a new pet, if you were working for home, like in the pandemic, going back to work, then it's a big change. So it can cause liver chi to stagnate, to not move. And the liver chi is like the battery, like the mitochondria of the body, and it holds all the energy there. And of course, if it's not being distributed, then guess what happens? Um, it builds up and it just, like if a battery is overcharged, what it does, it explodes. And that's basically what it happens. And it explodes in, in, in a manifest in many types of diseases, um, bile, uh, you know, issues, uh, gallbladder issues. It manifests in uh, jaundice, which is the yellowing of the skin. And it also manifests in elevated liver enzymes causing um, the organ itself to enlarge or become cirrhotic, become really, really small, like uh, in cirrhosis of the liver, that means that it is just like a fibrotic, scar tissue-laden type of organ, instead of being the spongy uh, vascular liver that we should have. So how do we approach liver disease with TCVM? Well, simply we use herbal therapy, we also use food therapy, but mostly acupuncture, I gotta say. Acupuncture is essential. Oftentimes when I see um, pets that have elevated liver enzymes in the thousands, like say the normal is up to, and just I'm just making it up because I don't know off the top of my head, but let's say that it's 150 and you're 10 times, 1500, 10 times higher than that. When you're in that level, you're in acute liver failure. And acute liver failure could be caused by external pathogens like um, toxins. Again, remember your liver organ is like a filter. And so anything that you put into your body is going to be filtered by that organ. And if some cases, those things that you put in your body are go- is going to leave some residue and it's going to affect the liver uh, units, the hepatocytes, which is the basic unit that makes up the liver and is going to damage them. And the more they damage, the more scar tissue forms, the more function you lose, and then those enzymes go super elevated. But when it comes to um, the liver, whatever the reason, whatever toxin it went through, whatever infectious disease climb up all through the duodenum or, you know, it was ingested and it climbed up or it went into the bloodstream and became septic, whatever uh, caused the liver to fail in the first place, of course, we have to identify to treat properly. But in Chinese medicine, they all have the same, the same uh, pattern. Basically, liver cheese stagnation. Um, you can have the liver uh, could be deficient um, in 
uh, energy and yin energy um, or in blood as well. It's not deficient in chi because it is a battery. So it cannot, if, if you're deficient in chi, then you're dead. But uh, it could be deficient in other stuff. And so how can we then treat the liver with the acupuncture? We will use definitely the gallbladder channel. Why? Because the liver is a yin organ and the husband of the liver is the gallbladder meridian. So I use gallbladder points because the yang points are much better to manage excesses. So if I'm dealing with a liver chi stagnation or I'm leading with, leading with any deficiency in the um, liver, then um, mostly if it's an excess, I will use the gallbladder channel. But if it's a deficiency of blood or yin, then I then use uh, liver points. Uh, because the liver points are within the channel that I'm treating. Uh, and their balanced method acupuncture tells you that um, you can use uh, multiple other um, organs to treat the liver. Um, but I prefer the gallbladder. Husband and wife relationship. Um, they tonify each other. They help each other. And if I have an excess, I'm going to use gallbladder points that are distal uh, in level one, two, or three. Uh, level one is for mental disorders. Level two is for heat, clearing heat or inflammation. Uh, that would be liver two, gallbladder 43. And level three is for stagnation, liver three or gallbladder 41. So those are the points that I use a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Oftentimes I just bleed the gallbladder channel, just go into with a needle and Open the channel. When I say bleed, it does. Don't imagine tons of blood. All you have to do is use a twenty-five or twenty-seven gauge needle and prick the ending or beginning. In the case of the liver, the beginning liver one or the ending gallbladder forty-four of those channels. And the reason you do that, think about an electric circuit. So you are actually opening that circuit by inserting the needle there. And it's a jump start. There's very powerful, uh, beginnings and endings are powerful because they're begin beginnings and endings are transformative. They begin, the energy begins or ends. Um, and then it's the cycle of energy never gets destroyed, right? So if it ends, then is the last step before it begins again. And if it begins, then it'll be a while, but it will be the last end to, um, to until it ends. And it is a constant dance of energy, beginning and ending, yin and yang. And so those are the reasons why I use the ting points or the nail points or the beginnings and endings of um, the meridians. And in this case, again, liver one would be uh, in the liver meridian or gallbladder 44 will be um, in the gallbladder meridian. And so when I do this, I relieve wherever that channel goes. I relieve that inflammation or I affect. I shouldn't say relieve because you can also tonify or, or augment uh, the energy in certain areas. So you influence wherever the meridian goes and you put those points that you influence 
the energy that passing through those areas of the body. For example, the gallbladder starts at the lateral, lateral canthus, which is the edge of your eye um, outside, you know, not medial lateral. So on your side of the eye where it ends, that's the gallbladder one. And it goes around your ear, then your neck, and then your shoulder, and then all the side of your body. And it exits on the fourth uh, finger of your foot or your pet's foot in that paw in that case. And so just imagine all the, the, the pathway. You know, it's affecting the eyes, it's affecting the ears, it's affecting the neck, the shoulders, the sides, the joints on the back, your hip, your um, knees or stifle of your dog and hogs and your paw. So basically by doing the gallbladder, you're affecting the whole body, the whole body. So that's why I would use those points. I would use other points, of course, and depending on the pattern, but uh, definitely would not shy away from using those. Then uh, when it comes to herbs, there are multiple herbs. And if I feel, depending on the pattern, if the pet is presenting with diarrhea, then I will probably use shaoja sand. Shaoja sand is in a classical um, herb dating from 1080. I mean, Lord knows it's 1,200 years ago they were using shaoja sand. And it is uh, for any disharmony between the liver and the spleen, because the liver does control the spleen. So if you have uh, liver cheese stagnation, any changes in the environment, your pet is crankier um, and is also having diarrhea, and it's a woody personality, which is you know influenced tremendously by the liver meridian and the gallbladder meridian, then definitely that will be a good formula. But what if there's no diarrhea, there's just, they're not eating, they're, um, they're just um, have tremendous elevation of the liver enzymes, the pet's just not doing right, but there's no diarrhea. Well, then mo most times I might use liver happy. And just like the name, I love the name, liver happy makes your liver happy, obviously. And uh, it's really good because it soothes that liver energy. It clears heat or heat remembers inflammation. And it resolves the stagnation of energy, moves the energy out there. And the main ingredient of it is uh, chai hu, which is blue perum. And chai hu is soothes the liver. And, of course, you know, we have uh, peonia by shao yao which soothes the liver, chi as well, and uh, angelica, which is dangui, and that one moves the blood. So there's uh, certain uh, herbs that are very powerful for the liver and liver happy. It's a very simple 12-ingredient um, formula. Um, it's just to soothe the liver, cool the liver, cool it down, get that inflammation out of there. And there's a lot of research about liver happy. Um, we have many, uh, in our clinic, we have many patients on liver happy and doing very well. And um, whether it's uh, cancer, we just lost uh, our dearest patient. After nine years battling hepatocellular carcinoma, the carcinoma finally metastasized to the nose, and we had to... Um, 
to make the decision to um, just avoid his suffering because we couldn't, we tried our best, but we couldn't take care of the adenocarcinoma uh, in the nose. Um, but the one in the liver, we did clear for nine years of beautiful life um, when he was told that he was um, going to live six weeks. So I'm very, very happy. And in his honor, that's why we're doing this podcast. This is in honor of Grizzly, our beautiful um, chocolate lab who we love dearly. And it was our patient for a long time. And everybody in the clinic loved him and knew him. And uh, we kept going. And it's in his memory again that we're doing this post- the podcast and talking about liver. There is hope. If your pet has been diagnosed with liver failure, don't lose hope. There is hope. Uh, Grizzly was also managed with food therapy. So we did do uh, food therapy for spleen chi deficiency. He had that going to the liver was so overpowering on the um, GI system that um, he wasn't eating and losing weight, losing muscle. So we had to do cooked food, whole foods cooked for him. And he had a special recipe for his situation. He also had some um, supplements. And I wanted to talk about uh, one of them is called, is Hepatic Clear. And for those that are watching in the YouTube, you can see it. It's made by VetriScience. And there are many out there, Denamar, and there's many brands. But I really like VetriScience ones because they are like chewables. They don't pay me anything for saying this, by the way. But they do have uh, milk thistle, silibin. Silibum or silibin is the active ingredients of milk thistle. Milk thistle comes from the medieval times uh, when people were out there eating mushrooms and they would get sick. Then they would get the milk thistle flowers and make a poultice and eat it, and they got better. And so they identified this many, many years ago, and of course the extraction of the active ingredient, now you can put it in, in supplements. Um, so this one also has... Um, Curcumin, and curcumin is the extraction of the active ingredient of turmeric, and turmeric is a natural anti-inflammatory. And so I really like these two combination of these two natural anti-inflammatory, national, natural uh, products. And of course it has um, DMG, which is a big name for the thing, but it's an amino acid that helps the liver and we also uh, add here uh, vitamin E. And vitamin E, I mean, it is fat soluble, so you can actually overdo it, but it really is essential for uh, your liver to work good. Another one that I love is vitamin B12. So when it comes to acupuncture, I oftentimes, for liver disease or liver failure, I use aquapuncture with B12. And I feel that I'm doing double duty. I am stimulating the acupuncture point, and I'm also using B12 complex, which it really helps. Not only is a neuro, you know, help the neurotransmission um, of your nerves um, and the biome, the gut flora, but it does help heal the liver too. It's involved in so many um, body um, uh, reactions that is crazy. So cobalaquin is the one that I like, is B12. Um, it is uh, 1,000 uh, micrograms um, or 100 milligrams of it. And so uh, 100 milligrams is what I would recommend, um, and it is wonderful. 
You can get the human ones, but I really like this one. It's chewable, it's easy to give, and it's, you know, pH balance, so best absorption. And again, this is the liver happy. It comes in a little powder too, and you can actually um, do capsules as well. The capsules aren't that big, uh, so that you can do either power or capsules, but uh, the concentrated liver happy is something that I use a lot. So these three things I use a lot, uh, in addition, again, to the herbals, Siasan or liver happy. In some cases, when the liver failure is so bad and the animal's full of fluid and uh, we're in dire circumstances, I use Long Dang Shigan. And Long Dang Shigan is a formula, again, a really old Chinese formula. Uh, what it does is actually detoxifies the liver. So it's kind of like a liver cleanse. And so I do uh, that one with a bland diet as well. Um, so a bland diet will help not add too much and, and rest the liver too, easy to digest, um, low residue diet while they're fighting that situation with the liver. Um, so I think that there's definitely hope. I hope that um, by learning this that you actually... Um, you know, know that you can seek a TCBM practitioner for your pet that is suffering um, liver disease. And there was a question from uh, one of our viewers on another uh, one of our videos that we posted uh, some time ago about the recipe for um, the liver disease. Well, because I posted about curing liver disease on um, another chocolate lab. I don't know what a coincidence, but it was a, um, a chocolate lab. And I actually did a diet for him and his pattern. So again, some patterns are deficiencies and some pattern are excesses. Um, and the food varies depending on the pattern. So although you probably wouldn't do much harm by doing the food that I got in in those videos um, that I mentioned in those videos, it really needs a careful approach. It needs an examination by a TCVM practitioner and determination of what specific pattern your pet is suffering before treating either with the herbs or with the uh, food. The funny thing about all these treatments is the only one that doesn't depend on any of the pattern is the acupuncture because if you think about it, acupuncture, it's harmless. If I stimulate the point, the body in its infinite wisdom is going to do what it needs to do, what it must do with that energy, that is extra energy that is being given. So I hope that, again, uh, you can try these products. Um, you can send us an email uh, or send out your questions. Um, we have some uh, links at the bottom of this video, but you can always subscribe, help us raise awareness about TCVM options, and share with your friends. And until then, see you in the next episode of the Pet Healer Podcast. And remember that from now on, we're going to be uh, downloading every Friday a brand new episodes so you can be on the lookout for them uh, in the meantime visit our facebook page the pet healer podcast page 
Uh, we also have a website, thebedhealerpodcast.com. And uh, it, we are in most platforms, so you can uh, enjoy our topics. Thank you, and until next time, take care. Well, thanks so much for listening, guys. And uh, information about this episode came from my book, Alvet, the Revolutionary Pet Care and Longevity Solution, available in Amazon at our clinic and soon to be an audiobook. So look forward to that. And this episode was sponsored by my practice, Orchid Springs Animal Hospital. And our website is www.osahvsinvictorets.com, osavets.com. There's a lot of information out there if you want some more information on integrative pet healing. And our Pet Healer podcast is going to be available in all platforms. So we're looking forward to seeing you again.